Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Hi, this is Tanisha J. Blanton, also known as The Body, one of the models featured in Blacktopia. I'm here to let you know that the 2017 Blacktopia Beauty Model Calendar is here and ready for you to order. You can purchase the calendar at www.zazzle.com forward slash product on demand. That's product with no S. On demand at zazzle.com. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com. The proceeds from the calendar sales will go to the Brianna Banner Ladybug Society, a non-for-profit organization dedicated to mentoring young girls. Again, purchase the 2017 Blacktopia Beauty Model Calendar at Zazzle.com's Product on Demand store. And thank you very much. Thank you very much. You're now listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay, and Miss Marie Jones. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to assimilating black folks from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show, which I believe, which I believe is not hosted by a convicted felon or conspiracy theorist wacko, or closeted lesbian. But, hey, put on a great show just as good as those people, too. So listen up. <laughs> we're going to, you know, we're going to have a great show tonight. Not like all those other times, I lied to you. But tonight, tonight is going to be a great show. You know why? Because we have, we always have a great show. I'll just say that. You know, it's good to just definitely. Self-deprecating humor every now and then Even though it's not funny uh, Tonight we have model and former Co-host of this show Tanisha J. Blanton Here to talk about her being featured On the 2017 Blacktopia Beauty model, model Calendar And we want to talk With the proceeds from the calendar Going to going to charity And uh, you know but, uh, And more and more things too But before we get into all that I just want to let everyone know That you can check us out at blacktopia.org, that's our official website, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. Now, if you have an Android, you know, you can either go to blackvibes.com and search Blacktopia, or you can go to Amazon.com and get it that way. Can't get it in the Google Play Store, not anymore, you know, because... They, they kicked me out, kicked out both the apps that I got. But that that's all good. You know, you can still get the app, the Blacktopia app, from Amazon.com if you have an Android. So, uh, so yeah. Also, before we bring on the host and the guests, I want to give some quick shout-outs. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to our newest Black, one of our newest Blacktopia sponsors, Miss Mulu Burhi for Carrot Bars International. Carrot Bars International allows you to save your money in gold and allow it to mature and increase in value over time. For more information on how all that works, just visit the website, www.thegoldenyears.online. www.thegoldenyears.online. Definitely do that. Also, I want to give a shout-out to Blacktopian Advertiser and Sponsor, 
holistic health coach Andrean Tucker with ASEA. You can purchase products, all natural, chemical-free products from ASEA through Andrean by going to blacktopia.org. And uh, you see those ASEA banners all over the place. Definitely click one. Go straight to her. And uh, you can purchase some water, some lotion, whatever. You know, whatever whatever ASEA has is definitely good for you. Healthy. All natural. All right. And uh, you can also purchase the Blacktopia keychain. You can also get that from Zazzle, too, from www.zazzle.com forward slash product on demand. Go there, product on demand. You know, hold your keys together the same way Blacktopia holds black people together. All right. Now let me go on ahead and shut up, quit plugging stuff, because you know I'll do that again later. Um, let me go on ahead and bring on the host. Barbara, the country cleaning lady, how you doing? Let's go to problem. Hey, it's Tuesday. Doing the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, let's go on ahead and bring on the other co-host, Miss Marie Jones. Oops, I don't have your mic open yet. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Just doing the show. It's Tuesday. Yep. Baby. Yeah. All right. Bring on Tanisha J. Blanton. Bring her back to the show. Tanisha. Hey, guys. Hi. Oh, yes. Just doing a show. <laughs> now, now, Tanisha, the show has changed a lot from uh, from, from when you, you know, were on it and then when you used to call a lot. Um, this is how we do it. Barbara sits you down in the hot seat and interrogates you like a cop during the interrogation session. I say around 9.35, we'll take calls from the audience. After that, we take a break at 10 o'clock. We come back. We have the old church lady announcements with myself. You know, I'll be making the old church lady announcements. After that, we have Good Morning at Night with Miss Marie Jones, and we'll have some general discussion topics, and we'll also take some more calls. And then after that, that's our show. So uh, you ready, Denisha? I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes, yes. All right, Barbara, you know, sit her down and then drill her. Can I say for my baby? Girl, congrats on the Blacktopia modeling calendar, modeling in general, fitness success, handling business as a single mom, and God Almighty for just being the body. Congrats. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. My first question to you, though, why modeling? I mean, fitness or otherwise, because, you know, they talk about this a lot with America's top model coming back on the air. It's one of the roughest, cruelest industries in business. So why that particular industry? Um, For me, it was kind of like following a dream. 
granted, I didn't start my modeling career until I was in my 30s, so there you go. But it was following a dream. My mom was a model, and I didn't grow up with my mother, so I always knew that she could model, that she modeled, but I never got to see it. Um, and so it was following that dream. I thought, you know, I, I walked the wrong way at 38 years old and with a bunch of 25-year-olds, and, and I killed it. So there you go. And I was like, oh, I could do this. I don't do it full time um, because I am a full time mom and I have a career that I, you know, go to every day. Um, but it, it's it's something I totally enjoy. So I love being behind the camera. So training for those fitness competitions and preparing for modeling shoots take how much discipline and poise? Truthfully, truthfully for me, um, my life is pretty structured. So the discipline is an everyday thing. Um, I don't stop training just because I'm not doing a competition or I don't stop training just because I'm not doing a shoot. So I, I try, I look at it this way. My body is my temple that God has given me. So I have to keep it as in best shape as possible. So I may not train as hard, um, but I will still train. I still hit the gym three to four times a week, um, even when I'm not getting ready for a competition or I'm getting ready for a shoot. Now my diet will tighten up quite a bit when I'm getting ready for a shoot and I'm getting ready for, um, um, for a fitness competition just simply because um, if you want your abs to pop, you're probably not going to eat a whole lot of carbs, um, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, for me, it's it's the discipline with the eating. Like right now, I'm not training. I'm not getting ready for a shoot. I'll eat what I want. I just ate spaghetti for dinner. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I'll eat, I'll eat what I want, but I also train and I work it off too as well. With an uneasy childhood, as most of us had, what was the anchor you yielded to that got you to this point? Oh, that anchor is my grandma. Uh, My granny raised me. Um, I started living with my grandmother when I was seven years old, and that was because of the death of my mother. And my grandmother was very old school and very disciplined. You didn't play with Josephine. Um, And I didn't like it when I lived there, but I so I embrace it now because all of those, um, those tough moments where she really had to crack down on my behind or pull in the reins or just sit me down and life isn't fair, suck it up buttercup and keep it moving. Um, mm-hmm. th- those things I, I instill, I, I still cling to the, to this day. You know, there's certain things my grandma used to say to me that I chuckle about now because it's come in full circle. Like my grandma used to tell me, love's like a faucet. You turn it on, you turn it off. And right now mm-hmm. his behind's on a steady drip. And, and to this day, when I think about that, I'm like, <laughs> she, she, she nailed it. She called it. But mm-hmm. you know, when you're growing up, you don't think that don't way, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't pay attention to it. So now, now I have, you know, I have the meat and potatoes The the foundation was definitely laid, not to mention that I was raised in church. Um, I have a strong faith base and I try to instill those same values in my children. So when, mm-hmm. when times get really, really rough, I know where to go. I get on my knees and I pray. Amen. Your educational background goes from social services to childcare, working in these fields, because this is a big controversy, especially among the black community. What can you say of society and child rearing? Okay. um, I'm a very open parent. My children have the ability to come and talk to me just about, about anything. And I keep an open door just simply because 
some, some of those things are not instilled in the black family. And some of those things is you do as I say, not as I do. And I honestly feel like I need to lead by example for my children. Mm-hmm. So I try to put those positive examples in front of them. I'm not going to say I don't ever make mistakes, but I tell my children all the time, you didn't come with a set of instructions, so it's hit and miss. And I have six children, so I can't parent them all the same. But mm-hmm. we do keep an open-door policy, and I've given my children the ability to be able to say, if I've done something that they don't like, that they can say, Mom, I don't like that. And I give them the power to say that because I'm a yeller, and I hate it when people yell at me, but I'll yell at them. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've given them the ability to be able to say that, and we sit down and we talk. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to say I don't spank my kids because I do. Um, I'll, mm-hmm. I, I believe in corporal punishment. Um mm-hmm. But also in the same aspects, I also believe in giving children the tools to be successful um, and giving them the opportunity to have to make mistakes and then mm-hmm. learn from them. Um, so I, I really try. I don't have my children are not saints by any means, but they're fairly, fairly well-mannered kids. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, there is an emphasis that's put on single moms with multiple children, again, because they're being labeled as unfortunate. And a lot of women sympathize with that and get upset in their plight when people discuss it. Though we know many of them, this isn't a mistake. You know, for a lot of them, like a video I saw last week, someone took it down off my page of a lady putting her daughter up. I had a testify segment that I spoke on about children being used as welfare mules. This woman blatantly said it out loud that that's what her 12-year-old daughter that was sitting there in the kitchen pregnant, that that's what she was using her for. I mean, being in this, being in that type of business where you see children day in and day out come through you with different situations, we know that this type of behavior has become a billion-dollar welfare industry. What do you say about that? Well, here, here's what I say about that. Um, I feel like for me as a single mom, me being a single mom was a choice. I divorced my ex-husband, um, and I – you know, it was not working and it was not an environment that my children wanted to live in or I wanted my children to grow up in. No kid needs to be involved in a a scenario where their parents are fighting constantly. So we're best of friends now. However, me being a single mom, I knew that I had to get my, as they say, my hustle on. I don't Mm. depend on a man. I don't live off of child support. I take care. I have a career. I got a job. I take care of my children. Hence the reason why I I model part-time because it helps supplement Mm -hmm. part of that income. Um, Mm -hmm. If you need it, then use it. I'm not going to lie and say I've never used it because I have, but Mm -hmm. if you need it, use it. But if you don't, don't, don't milk the system. And I think sometimes people get so lax in the fact, Mm -hmm. you know, they get lax in the fact that, you know, it's there, so I'm just going to use it. You know, strive for something better. Strive for something greater. You know, I don't want my children to think, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just going to live off a system because that's not what that system is there for. That system is right. there as a help net to help you get on your feet. And once you're on mm-hmm. your feet, the goal is not to go back. Um, right. So, you know, my children have learned that, you know, mom budgets. We live very humbly. You know, they, they know what it's like when mom goes grocery shopping. We set up a menu. You know, we have a very disciplined household, so we don't have to use those provisions. Mm-hmm. I live within my means, you know, and sometimes it's tough. You know, your kid doesn't walk around here in Gucci, but you know what? My kids got clothes on their back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, not one child in my house owns a pair of Jordans, tell you that. Um, so, 
it, it's a matter of being able to, I think that society has gotten so used to, especially, and I'm just going to throw this out there, in our community, in the African-American mm-hmm. community, that, well, I'm just going to use it because it's there. And you don't strive for anything more. Um, mm-hmm. And we have to instill those values in my children. Like I have a four-year-old that tells me he wants to go to college because we talk about it. You right. know, I have, I have three, you know, I have a sophomore in college now. And I have a 15-year-old who wants to go to, you know, Harvard University, you know, because she right. wants to go to law school. And she's been, make, she's been talking about this since she was seven. You know, mm-hmm. you have to give your kids goals and hopes and aspirations, and it doesn't necessarily mean with a ball in their hand to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's other fields that they could go out to instead of – you know, like I have one son who tells me he's going to play football. I said, okay, mm-hmm. so what are you going to do after football? He says, well, then I'm going to go to the military and I'm going to be a general. Okay, that works. You know, give me something mm-hmm. else besides your athletic ability. But right. we need to instill those values in our children. You know, and now that you um, say that, now that you say that, and with everybody knowing that your children came through marriage, okay, and you're telling them honestly, telling the listeners how it is raising them, do you believe, because the traditional way of marriage is completely been taken out of, seem like black families in general, and we were founded on that. What do you say to that, whether the relationship worked or not? Do you think the traditional way of a family being created, mother, father, and then the children, do you think that is still the right way in today's society? Most definitely. Most definitely I do. Um, you know, and here's my thing, and, and I say this just simply because I work a lot with younger, you know, women in their 20s, um, even some teenagers, um, and they're like, oh, I just want to have a baby. And I said, well, have you ever thought about the effects of what that's going to do to that child? Because this child is being born to a situation that they don't get a choice. You know, they don't get a choice if mommy and daddy are going to be in the same house. You know, especially if you just want to shack up with this guy and you want a baby by him because he's cute and he makes cute kids. And I literally had a girl tell me that. Um, But then what about this child over here? So now, you know, one weekend I'm with dad and then one weekend I'm with mom over here. And so they don't get that as an opportunity. Now, mind Mm -hmm. you, I was married for 20 years. So my oldest child had all of my children had a mom and a dad in the home up until four years ago. Mm-hmm. And we decided when we got divorced that we will not make our children choose to split their lives. So they right. don't split holidays. They don't split birthdays. We do it all together. Um, like my, my 15-year-old just turned 15 last week. Her dad mm-hmm. drove three and a half hours. We had her birthday dinner together. You know, mm-hmm. so she had her mom there. She had her dad there because my children didn't ask for the divorce. Um, two of them probably wanted the divorce, but they didn't really mm-hmm. ask for the divorce because. Right. So I'm not going to make them choose. That that was and not And it's a, it's a stress. So, I'm going to tell you right now, I hear the kids say it now. A lot of parents don't understand this because you're at work. And I'm, I'm with a type of business like you know, my cleaning company. I see a lot of things out there. I'm talking to families as I'm cleaning or the kids. It's a pressure now on you. You are labeled, um, whether we know it or not, and it really starts in middle school, you are labeled family-wise. They actually have groups now of children that are in a married home, mother and father, single-parent home, whether it's the mother or the father, and those just got a mammy. You are labeled now in those groups, and depending on the child itself, it dictates how you're treated. 
we never did any of this in our generation, but this particular generation seems to put an emphasis on it. And I don't think parents are noticing that when a lot of them, unlike you and your ex-husband, they're, they're being selfish. They're not understanding what's going on with their children as far as the world is concerned when they unleash on them their difficulties. And, I mean, we've always been taught grown-up talk stays among the grown-ups, but I'm learning a lot of these generational children now, parents are unleashing those behaviors onto their kids. Do you think that's right as well? Because some things ain't their business. And I I really feel we need to go back to that because you're making them too grown before their time. They're not in your relationship. That's y'all. Right. There's certain things I don't discuss with my kids, but to go back to what you were saying about, you know, kids grouping, um, Mm -hmm. my oldest child um, literally was on a cheerleading squad. And she was the only child on that squad whose parents were still married. And when we sat her down and told her that we were getting a divorce and she goes, great, now I'm a statistic. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, so it, you know, in her mindset, you know, like she, like she knew it was coming cause she, we fought way too much, but that, you know, that was what she said. She's like, great, now I'm a statistic. And, and I'm putting it out so, there. It's discussed. It's discussed. Trust me. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> but, you know, and the thing, the crazy thing about it is all of her friends couldn't figure her dad and I out. Like, they asked her, like, isn't it weird that your parents get along? Or does it bother you that your parents both come to your meets or, or your competitions? <laughs> and she's like, no, they've been doing it for years, so why stop mm-hmm. now? Um, mm-hmm. But because the kids expected it to be a divide. And, you know, that's the one positive thing I can say that came out of our divorce is that my ex-husband and I made a conscious point of saying our kids come first. Um, And so there's no divide there. They they are the focus. They come first. Now, there's lots of things that we don't discuss with our children. You know, however, like when my kids come to me and they have questions, I don't sugarcoat it for them. I give it to them. I'll answer them. I'll ask. You know, unless it's when my seven-year-old came home and asked me how babies were made, I kind of sidestepped that one. Um, You know, but, you know, I do. I give them an opportunity to ask questions Um, and, you know, and and depending on the age of the child that's asking me, then I will give them the appropriate answer. Well, creating the Blacktopia calendar, I mean, because it looked professionally done beautiful. How much fun went into it and tell the listeners how they can get one? Okay, well, for me, um, I have an amazing, phenomenal photographer. Um, I can't say enough about this guy. Um, Sean and I have been friends for good 10 years now. And um, so we got together and did most of my shoot in Kansas City. And, um, and we just kind of, like, came up with concepts and thoughts um, in February, I kind of came up with, I had a little inspiration behind February, but because um, I'm not a big fan of Valentine's Day, so Super Bowl it was. Um, mm-hmm. And I had a lot of fun um, putting that together. And then um, Jay, you know, hooked up with a couple of other models and we got those, um, you know, those pictures submitted and put together. So I think for me, the biggest part was is, is doing it, knowing that all of the proceeds are going to go to help young mothers and young women. Um, and it doesn't matter, you know, 
you know, what you're going through just to know that that person is there. And I love what the Ladybug Society stands for. You know, Mm -hmm. she's there to assist these young women getting on their feet, making better choices, and as a mentor. And and that's something that's dear to my heart because I spent a lot of time with teenage girls, you know, whether I was their cheerleading coach, their youth director at church, you know, and so I know how much – love and compassion goes into that type of um, leadership and mentoring. So I was pretty excited about that, to be able to do that, mm-hmm. um, to do the shoot. And you, look good. you can or- you look good. Thank you. Um, you can order the calendar off of Zazzle.com, um, and you can actually order different sizes. Um, so you can order a small one or you can order a large one. Um, and it's on products on demand, product on demand um, on Zazzle.com is where you can order it from. How easy was it picking the other models to be able to assist in making it? Um, you know, it wasn't really that one wasn't my my cup of tea. That was I'm going to push that one back on Jay. Um, we we kind of discussed. We actually gave several models an opportunity. Um, our biggest thing was we wanted it to be um, professional shots, so it mm-hmm. couldn't be anything that was on your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. You know, things that the public had already seen. Um, we wanted this to be something a fresh look, something that you know that I'm not going to be able to cut and face off your Facebook. Um, and so that, that was the, the key behind it. And mm-hmm. um, we looked at different themes to go with different months. Um, like the month of October, um, literally I had done a photo shoot um, and all of that is body paint. And we did a reenactment of the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, that so, was nice. So Otto from Otto Otto from um, Skin Wars was the artist that did the body paint for October. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, you know, it was a pretty, that, that was a pretty big shot, a big deal for me. That was a big launch of my modeling career here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Did you had to do a lot of takes or retakes or, you know, however they do it. I mean, I know it takes, for real, the, the truth about that is it takes, from looking at America's Next Top Model, you do about 10 or 20 shots before what you pick on the final one that you use. Let I mean, does that get when, tedious or tiring? Um, literally, <laughs> my, my shoot that we did in Kansas City, we started at, um, I want to say we started right at 11 o'clock in the morning um, mm. because it was foggy, so we, we got a late start. And we started at 11 o'clock in the morning. And mind you, you don't eat during the shoot. So I went from 11 o'clock in the morning until almost 6 o'clock that evening shooting. Mm. Um, and I think we probably had well over five, 600 pictures taken. Wow. And changing clothes. I mean, so what do you do? Process, you know, process, take out the best ones out of the group? Or, I mean, and what do you yeah. do with the leftover photos that aren't used? I mean, I've, nobody ever um, said that even on TV. Um, I, what is I done with those? Mine all, I have mine all saved on a, on a jump drive. Um, mm. I have them all saved on a jump drive. And part of that is because, you know, it's called building a legacy. And mm-hmm. all of my, my older daughter models as well. And my 15 year old just started. Um, so um, it's, it, I built, basically I'm keeping a legacy for my children. If something was to ever happen to me, they will have access to all of those. Um, mm-hmm. And so I keep them on a jump drive. My oldest one knows the password and everything. Um, so that way we can, you know, 
we can have those. So I have all of my pictures um, unless, you know, a photographer didn't send them to me. Most of the time I work with my own personal photographer, Sean. So he gives Mm -hmm. me all my pictures. Um, So I don't have to really, you know, he, he hands me the, or he'll put it on my jump drive and he saves them to his computer and saves them to my jump drive. So I have a copy of all mine. um, Did everybody have a personal, did everybody else have their own personal photographer or did they borrow Mm -hmm. yours? No, no, they 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 got d- different individual photographers um, for their mm-hmm. shoots. My because mm-hmm. we're all over the United States, so we're none none of us are together. What I would love to do is be able when we like do a Blacktopia meet and greet, actually do a full fledged photo shoot one time at a, mm-hmm. a Blacktopia meet and greet, and be able to do that. That's always been a vision of mine. Um, mm-hmm. to get those models together in one spot, have a specific theme, um, and then. Um, and then and then have the have them shoot and be able to get even like if we have photographers in Blacktopia have them be there at that meet and greet and take those pictures mm-hmm. because that's also a good way to build your portfolio um, right. for those photographers and for those models um, and you know you take a couple hours out of your day set up a little studio and mm-hmm. you know there you go you have it. Well, so, for the calendar, are y'all pictures licensed and um, trademarked or? You know, are they freelance? Um, well, they're every everything. Everyone had to give um, their um, uh, print release. So any mm. photographer that took those pictures had to be able to sign a print release. So for us to reproduce them, um, and that's why on the back of the calendar gives the credits to who the photographers and the hair and makeup artists are. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you this question before we agree to turn you over to other questions from the guests listening, other guests listening. Uh, There was a big controversy about almost a week or so ago, and you called in and responded to a young lady that was single with five kids. I don't think everybody heard your response on that as far as the overall situation with her getting that degree and um, trying to rise above her situation. But for you personally, because you kind of touched on it but didn't go to it specifically, because I'm about to do a testify about nigger lovers. But I'm going to ask you personally, how does a partner fit into your life and where do they fit into your children's lives based on, you know, you being single now, a single mom with these children, you know, single and Christian, how do these things play positively, positively and negatively in your life? Oh wow. Okay. Ooh, you you said hot seat, didn't you? Okay. And yes, I'm gonna I did. <laughs> I'm going to be real. Um, my children are first and foremost come first, and I I, I put that out there. Um, I'm a very busy mom. I just walked in the door from wrestling practice um, with my boys, um, and my biggest thing is is that my children don't date. I do. So no, unless. Unless we're looking at a committed relationship and we're, you know, just you and I committed and we're looking at a a greater goal of us being married someday, you're probably not going to meet my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm very protective that way because I don't want random men in and out of my children's lives. Period. Mm. I don't. Um, and and the bottom line to that is is that if I date you for a month or two months and we kick it off or whatever that still is not enough for me to say this is a man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not introducing that to my children because my children are the type of kids that, you know, if mommy brings somebody home, it's probably somebody she really, really likes. 
And Mm -hmm. so then it's going to be, they're going to want to get to know that person. And the last thing I want is one of my children to get their heart broke because they bonded with someone and that person's not around. Um, I tell people all the time, my children have a father. Um, I tell men that I've dated, my children have a father. Most men understand that, but they don't Mm -hmm. understand the dynamics of the co-parenting. Right. Um, So, um, but I'm very. And why does that affect them? I mean, why does that affect them though? I think that he is still a part of their lives. Well, I think part of it is is that how we co-parent. We right Mm -hmm. now live three and a half hours away from each other. So I'm not that bitter ex-girlfriend or ex-wife that, you know, is trying to nickel and dime my ex-husband. Because one, I know he don't have it. But Mm -hmm. two is I'm not angry at him. You know, we're friends. So if he comes up here a lot of times, especially when I was in a relationship, I would, he would stay at my apartment and I'd vamp out and I'd go spend time Mm -hmm. with the person that I was in a relationship with. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and we, and the same thing when I would go to Missouri and I would take my kids, I would drop them off, you know. I can mm-hmm. stay at his place if needed be. Um, but a lot of people in, you know, coming in and from a bird's eye view, they look at it as society says that if you're divorced, they you're not supposed do. to like each other. And mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be around each other or you're supposed to be hateful to each other or you're not supposed to mm-hmm. be in the same room together, let alone ride in the same car um, right. to a sporting event for your children. Um, or I literally had one, you know, man tell me he was like um, – you all do birthdays together? I'm like, yes. Why should my child have to see mom at six o'clock on a Friday um, for her birthday and then go, you know, rush over to dad's house by seven, you know, mm-hmm. to have a party over there? When my daughter graduated from high school, we had a graduation party at my house. And Mm -hmm. not only was my ex-husband there, but my in-laws were there. His family was there. My family was there. And everybody was at my house because Mm -hmm. that child is still my child, and that is still Mm -hmm. her family, whether her mom and dad are together. So, um, and I'm going to tell you, I don't, I mean, like when I date, um, I don't use my older children, you know, like I pay my kids to babysit, you know, even though they're mm-hmm. older, um, or we'll, we'll make a trade-off. Like my 15-year-old wants to go hang out with a friend. I'll be like, all right, cool, you keep the kids tonight, then you can go this way, place, this place, and I'll pay for it. Um, so mm-hmm. we do trade-off like that. Um, but as far as dating goes, I make time. You, people say this all the time. You make time for what you want. I date mm-hmm. for a purpose. Right. I'm not dating because I want a free meal. I'm and not dating because that. I want to go you to the movies. Mm-hmm. Right. I date because I'm looking to be someone's helpmate. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm preparing myself. So I have some standards when it comes to me going out on a date. Um, wrong and, thing, honey. You know, and so we'll talk a lot on the phone before I'll agree to a date because I want to know you. I want to know what your personality is like. Um, right. So, you know, it's that vetting process. And where does, um, hold on, where does your Christianity fall in this? Because a lot of men I'm hearing now, because I, I got to give you to him, but see, you the right one for this. I've been waiting to get to you with these questions because you're going to answer truthfully and bluntly to the point. That's why I love you. How does your Christianity work in this with the relationship? Because I know a lot of women have said, even on my Facebook page, that they've had to shun their Christianity in order to be with some men, like, you know, give it up, give, give up who they are and their belief in order to fit into a relationship. Is that truthfully the way you see it in yours? I, I won't. I won't. I know what I bring to the table. So either you're going to value it or you're not. 
and I will not. The last man I dated for 22 months, he didn't go to church at all, but I went every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I still prayed for him. I prayed over him. I prayed for him. I prayed with him. I'm not mm-hmm. changing who God has designed me to be to fit in a relationship. And the Bible flat out tells you you cannot be unequally yoked, hence the reason right. why we are no longer together. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, God has a way of moving things in and out of your life for a reason and a season. You know, mm-hmm. I know what I brought to the table, and I'm a very loving, affectionate person, and I'm, I'm probably the world's biggest spoiler when it comes to my man. That's just what I do. However, you know, I'm not intimidated by the fact that you might want to go do something else, because if that's what you want to do, then you obviously were not the man for me. Right. And so I'm not giving up who God has designed me to be to fit and conform in a relationship, because then Amen. I'm no longer me. You know, I'm okay. I'm content being 44 years old with six children, have a full-time career, a part-time career, and doing my own thing. I was on Mm -hmm. the phone with a young man today. I told him, I was like, I date myself. I'll go to the movies and a dinner by myself in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. I don't need a man to do that. That, You know, if I really want want to go to a movie, if if I want to go to a movie, I'm going to go. If I want to go eat $50 worth of lobster, guess what? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. You know, because mm-hmm. I can do that and I can Right. Right. You know, you I'm preparing to be a healthy to be maid. I don't, I don't need to fit into a relationship because God has a man that's designed just for me. And I know right. this. Like, my ex-husband and I, we grew up and we grew apart. But I mm-hmm. knew that, you know, him and I, we, we have a difference of opinion. And I did those things, just what you're talking about. I didn't go. That's right, girl. Chow. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I did. I stopped going to church because I was married and I wanted to honor my husband and he wasn't honoring God. So, you know, look where that got me 20 years. Mm-hmm. Ago. But you mm-hmm. know what? Hey, I made it. So I'm like, I refuse to go back to that. I am who I am. I'm not changing that for anyone. God has a heart that's designed to love me just for who I am. Amen. And I'm not going, I'm not going to stop my, my faith. I'm not going to stop going to church. Now, there are some Sundays I don't go to church, and that's usually because I'm on a ball field with one of my children or I'm at a wrestling match with one of my boys. So, yes, yes. So that's where I'm at. Well, before I give you to him, tell us something about Tanisha, the body we don't know. Ooh, something about me that you don't know. Um, ooh, that's hard. I don't know. I'm pretty much an open book. I'm transparent. But um, I think for me, you know, I, I have failed. Um, but I also know how to get back up again. And I also know that through every storm, there's a blessing on the other side. So mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to admit that there's times that I've cried myself to sleep. I'm not afraid to admit that my heart's been broken. I always know that there's greater in store. So, there, you know, my whole goal in life is just to stay positive. And there's times that I get down, but I always get back up and stay positive. You know, I teach my kids, you know, hey, you may not have won at this time, but let's try it again. You know, always keep trying. And my thing, my biggest thing right now is try, trust love one more time. You know, I'm not afraid to fall in love again because I survived a heartache. So I'm not mm-hmm. afraid anymore. So that's where I'm at. Right. She's all yours. Hello. Hello. Yo, wake up, man. No, I'm here. My mouth, uh, my phone was muted. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that uh, That interview. I don't even have the claps. Uh, 
queued up or ready to go. <laughs> okay. Now um now before we take the callers, Miss Marie Jones, you have any uh have a, any follow up questions? Oh, before you ask that oh, too. No. But press one. Press one if you're listening in on your phone. If you want to talk to Tadisha J. Blanton, ask her anything. Like she said, she's an open book. So if you want to read, just give us a call. If you're if you're on the link, give us a call at five one six three eight seven one two one nine and press one. If you're already called in, if you're listening in on your phone, just press one and we'll bring you on. You know, you can talk to Tanisha J. Blanton. Don't be afraid. We're not here to do this show by ourselves. We know a lot of y'all are listening in the night. Said too many times. Uh, tongue getting in the way. We know y'all are listening in tonight. So uh, press one. You know, I, I, don't just listen. Talk to us. Talk to us too. Uh, don't make me play that mass game music. Well, Miss Marie Jones, you said you don't have any. Uh, you know, you said you don't have any follow up questions because I guess Tanisha just answered. A lot of things that you no. might have wanted to. Anyway, yeah, huh? Barb did a great job interviewing. She did a great job um, interviewing, and I don't know. I, I thought she did great. Answered my all my questions. I didn't even have to ask them. Oh yeah. Well, I guess we should just do this. Why are we doing the junk music? No, no, no. I got we got we got a caller. Caller in the uh, all right. two. Caller the two five six four one seven. We on the air. Who is this? Hi, this is Antoinette Peel. Hey, Antoinette. Hi. 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 How are you? Hey, man. Hey, Antoinette. Before you say anything, I want to say this. Antoinette's been a long time listener. This is the first time actually calling into the show. She's been listening for a long time. She actually would been listening to the show before she even joined the Blacktopia group. You know, and then she joined the group after listening to the show for so long. And uh and now she's finally calling in. So I guess baby steps. So she's here, she's she's not crawling anymore. She's walking. So uh yeah. thanks for calling in. All right now. Yes. First and foremost, I want to commend you for taking that step because that is a beautiful thing. I am soon to be a single mom by choice also. And going through that journey, um, I went to cosmetology school and I've just, I mean, the doors have opened up due to praying, to having amazing friends and I'm pushing myself. And so just to hear your story it really helps because trying to date now, these people are, I mean, somebody has a personal vendetta or, you know, they got a goal to knock you down. So I really praise praises up to you for your interview and keeping your faith through all of this. I'm a mom of three boys, so... Trust me. Yeah. Blessings to you, Queen, for real. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have I have three boys and three girls, and and I'm just going to share this with you. Prime example, um, I w- I went on a dating website, okay, and um, I had a gentleman who um, flew in to see me, um, and took me out to dinner. It was great, the whole nine yards, 
And like two days later, he sends me a text message and says, hey, can I hold $200? I'm out of town and I lost my debit card. And I'm like, that would be a no. (laughs) I was like, like, that would be a no. Um, And so, you know, then. So then I kind of felt bad. So I was like, let me call him. You know, maybe he really is stranded. And um, so I um, so I called. He didn't answer. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm not one of these women who will ever chase a man. I ain't calling you two and three times, okay? I called you. You didn't answer. Okay, I guess it's your turn to, to call back because I'm, I'm done. I got five kids to go chase. So the next day, he sends me a text. He goes, I guess we're over before we even get started. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, I haven't heard from you at all. And I was like, look, I called you. You didn't call back. I don't know what to tell you. Wow. <laughs> and um, so then he was like, he, he really got an attitude. And um, I said, well, I just figured you were mad because I wasn't going to send you the money. And he was like, well, it was a test. And I about lost my cookies. I was like, what do you mean it was a test? I'm grown. I am 44 years old. I don't, I'm not taking any tests right now. I said, what gives you the right Baby. to test me? <laughs> so I literally, and I looked at him, I said, you know, how about we talk about character and, and, and that type of thing? I said, because you are the type of person that would take advantage of a single mom with six kids. I said, I go, and let me explain this to you. Not you or any other man will ever come before my children. So my household bills will be paid. My kids will have clothes. They will have food, all of the above. And you know what? And whatever extra I may have it will go into a savings account, but it won't go to you. I'm like, it just, I mean, and I was, I was so dumbfounded that, that there were actually people out there like that, you know, because, you know, I, I hadn't dated forever. I mean, like literally I was married for 20 years and, you know, after my my divorce, I, I was out there and I dated a little bit, caught some feelings, got my feelings hurt. Then I, I ain't even going to lie, fell in love. And, um, and I really thought this last guy was going to be it. He was going to be, I really thought God had put him there. And you know what? As much as I believe that, I also believe in the power of prayer because some things didn't set right with me. And I said, God, if this is what you'll have for me, so be it. Show me and guide me. And if it's not, remove it from my life as quickly as possible. And I kid you not, seven days after I wrote that prayer down, he removed it from my life. I couldn't even be mad. I got you. I I got you. Yeah, I couldn't be mad. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, God has something greater in store for me. My little feelings were hurt. I cried a little bit, but I'm good now. (laughs) So, you know, that's just how it is. And, you know, know, but my biggest thing is You know, I, one of the greatest jobs I'll ever have is being a mother. And, you know, I look at those kids every day. They drive me nuts on a good day. I work out so they stay alive. I ain't even going to lie. But they are my life. And, you know, they, they are they're perfect to me. And they're honorary. They're outgoing. They're outspoken. They're smart. They're intelligent. They're bad when they want to be, but they're mine. And they're, they're, my job is to protect them and to guide them and lead by example for them. And that's what I plan on doing. So, you know, if either a man can embrace that and be a part of that, or they're not, they're not ready for my life. So. That's right, girl. Ciao. Well, uh, well, Antoinette, you know, you yes. got any uh, anything else? You got any uh, any other questions, any comments? Um, anything else you want to say about what Denise just said? Um, 
It's so much I would love to say. Uh, I also model, and I get into photography, but I came home to Virginia to get with local hairstylists to show that love, and it's hard because I'm learning that people, no one's supporting each other. So I've been trying to set up photo shoots with different women to show their profession, also to teach them marketing and networking. How do you do that? Um, what, for me, what's the best way? Um, for me, I use um, a lot of times we'll do like the, the shoots and trade, you know, like I'll give you the, you know, like my photographer, barter. I'll model okay. for him. He gets the pictures. We, you know, we kind of barter back and forth. But the biggest thing is, is that if you could really get with like, say, if you, um, you have specific hairstylists that you like to work with, you know, um, that they, you know, they come up with a new color or things like that and then have them, whoever they just did this color on, see if they would be willing to model that for you. And then they showcase that. Um, and then you just get the credit as being the photographer for it. Or if you are, if you are going to model it, a lot of times for me, like right now, I'm looking at doing a bridal show. I literally just walked into a bridal shop and said, you know, do you guys do bridal shows during the spring, whatever? And she was like, yes. I said, do you guys take models? And she said, we do, but normally we have to hire out to do that. And I, you know, showed them some of my pictures and showed them part of my portfolio. And she was like, we would love to have you. How much do you charge? You know, and hmm. I, you know, you know, so, you know, I, I, you know, I gave her a price. And um, so I'm going to be doing a bridal show in, um, in, in January. So I think sometimes you just kind of have to put yourself out there a little bit. Now, um, I've recently now I've done that. I've recently done that because <laughs> on Saturday, I, I mean, I took family members that were trying to break into the industry, and um, I'm a platform artist for the show, and um, they're having a natural hair show here. So I'm over that, and I'm also a hairstylist on the crew for the hair show. I'm walking and everything. I don't want to model anymore. I just want my money. <laughs> so, right. I mean, um, it's a beautiful thing, but yeah, I'm doing it. And it's the 17th in Virginia Beach. I will definitely put that on Blacktopia, the flyer, to show everyone what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and sometimes you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't have a personal modeling page on Facebook. Um, I probably should set one up, but I just haven't. Um, but so a lot of my stuff is on my personal page. But you know, being able to do that, you know, I don't like. There's, I've turned down a lot of jobs just simply because it didn't fit in the time constraints of of what my kids had going on. Because it's not a full time career for me. I I have a a four year degree and I'm working on my master's in clinical counseling. So I um. You know, I have my career, and then I have my 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 love and my passion over here. Um, so um, for me, it's not as as you know, it's not it's not all about just me going out there making the money. Sometimes it's just me right. being behind the camera because I like it, um, or right. coming up with some wild and crazy stuff like um, that. We did the Skin Wars. That was all body paint. The only thing I had on was a pair of boots, and I was like, never in my life have I been. You know, I was like, that was I was like nothing like busting out of the seams at 44. I busted it out, and I was in there with a bunch of 25 year olds, and I held my own. So I was pretty happy yeah. with that. Um, yeah. you know, and then like, you know, like the February shoot, I mean, I, that was wild and crazy and I had some inspiration behind it, you know, um, you know, I, that one was, 
that was it. And I was like, okay, that's going to be the money shot right there. And I went for it. Nervous yeah. wreck, but I went for it. So, yeah. um, you know, so I think sometimes you just kind of take those risks and, you know, depends yeah. on how, you know, like if you're wanting to do it as a model, if you don't want to model anymore and you want to, you know, look at it as trying to set up those shows and things like that, you know, that's, a, there's a lot of money in that in setting up those runway yeah. shows. You get with some, you know, new, um, you know, wardrobes and um, hairstylists and, you know, you putting together a wardrobe with the hair and the makeup and you're sending yeah. them out there on the runway, you'll be amazed at the amount of money that you'll make doing that. Yeah. Okay, thank oh, you yeah. so much. Um, I look forward to talking to you again, but um, thank you. You should right. consider Love 2018 everyone. calendar, though. I'm just cool. saying yes. that, you know, yes. Yes. You know, since you want to mo- you know, get in that modeling thing, do the 2018 calendar. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, thank you for the call, Antoinette. I'm, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tag you, you guys in a in a post, you know, because I, I like to show the networking that goes on on the show, so I'll tag you. I'll have to link up. And uh, Antoinette, thank you for uh, finally calling in. But you, I know, you <laughs> know right? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she knew more about the show than I did when I talked to her for the first time. I was like, I'm, 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 I'm looking like that, you know. So, uh, so yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, thank let's, you. Uh, Oh yes, let's. Uh, well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get ready. We're gonna take a break a little earlier, um, you know, and so I can hurry up and shut up about the uh, the the announcements and stuff like that. We don't have any people wanting to call right now. They just want to listen. But when we return, press one, you know, after Miss Marie segment, so you can talk to Denise J. Blanton, and uh, she'll answer any of your questions. Uh, you know, also about the calendar, also about you know just her being her, a mother, you know, strong woman, all of that. You know, all right, so, um, yeah, you've been listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Miss Marie Jones, and I'm some guy named Jay, with our guest, Denisha J. Blanton, a.k.a. The Body. All right, want to want to take a quick break. When we return, we got the old church lady announcements. We also got Good Morning at Night. So, uh... Stay tuned. I'm going to play something there. You know, since we all pepped up, I'm going to play this song right here. Nope, 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 nope. Wrong one. <laughs> Not that one. Um, this always happens. I should, be, I should be more. I need more hands. That's what I need. Uh, just play with what we already had my finger on. Uh, yeah, just doing a show. We don't go on because it's ready. We go on because it's nine o'clock, and it's uh, and it's Tuesday. That's what we do. Oh, I'll forget this. Oh, here we go. Put your fucking hands to the ceiling. Put your fucking hands to the ceiling. 
the ceiling. Shorty was Haitian and Regan. I do not know what she's speaking. Shorty on coke and she geeking. I took her throat to the deep end. Swimming and leaking, she dripping the floors. I'm leaving. Put your fucking hands to the ceiling. 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 Put your Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you're running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, 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 dun. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me, I can call you, 937-287-0736, or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com, or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Hi, this is Tanisha J. Blanton, also known as The Body, one of the models featured in Blacktopia. I'm here to let you know that the 2017 Blacktopia Beauty Model Calendar is here and ready for you to order. You can purchase the calendar at www.zazzle.com forward slash product on demand. That's product with no S. On demand at zazzle.com. Z-A-Z-Z-L-E 
Com. The proceeds from the calendar sales will go to the Brianna Banner Ladybug Society, a non-for-profit organization dedicated to mentoring young girls. Again, purchase the 2017 Blacktopia Beauty Model Calendar at Zazzle.com's Product On Demand store. And thank you very much. This is Melinda Parker, writer of the Creative Coins segment of Blacktopia.org and the Blacktopia mobile app. And I'd like to say, you're listening to Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, some guy named Jay, and Miss Marie Jones. And we are Blacktopia. Hey there, my beautiful people. This is Andrian, your holistic health coach, coming at you from the global front. What if I told you only four ounces of this water for 30 days would lead you to longer, healthier hair, softer skin, more energy, better, stronger workouts, increased sex drive and stamina, come on now, easier weight loss to get you that sexier body, no more pain and stiffness, all while getting rid of any drugs or medication you're on, and it's all natural. It's all available without a prescription. Contact me for more information at andrian 65 at gmail.com. A-N-D-R-I-A-N-E-6-5 at gmail.com. Peace. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you're saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep some curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. Yes, definitely go to CurvyButtHealthy.com so you can uh, lose the weight. So, you know, you look good in your bikini when you go down to the beach. <laughs> All right, you're now listening to the second hour of Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Miss Marie Jones, and I'm some guy named Jay, of course. And, uh, and you know, this is usually the piss break uh, segment of the show, so we need to go use the bathroom because I'm about to do the old church lady announcement, and I know you guys don't, oh, my God, it comes some guy named Jay with all this, all this promotions and advertisements and plug-in stuff. Oh, God, Okay. Miss Marie Jones come back on. I'm gonna run back onto my phone. I don't want to hear. I'm gonna make a sandwich right quick. <laughs> so, you know, it's your sandwich break too. You know, you're gonna make a sandwich. But for those that are sticking around, I got some great news for you. Next week, we have Tina Wright of the BRPP Network. She'll be joining us. That uh, she'll be talking to Barbara, the country cleaning lady, about her show, person to person, and um, also on Valentine's Day. Next year, 2017, I was about to say 18, 2017, 
uh, Barbara will be a guest on her show. So Tina will be a guest on our show tomorrow, uh, next Tuesday. And, uh, and then in February, Barbara will be a guest on her show. So, you know, we do a little triangle trade there. So definitely tune in next week, next Tuesday, uh, for our guest Tina Wright. And then the last Tuesday of the year, we have Adrian Charleston. Adrian Charleston is also an admin in Blacktopia, and she's also been a guest on the show. I believe this will be her third time as a guest. And uh, and the reason Adrian Charleston is our our, our guest uh, for this last show of the year is because you know um, you know she she played a very big role in Blacktopia, not just the group but the other elements of Blacktopia all throughout the year. And, uh, and that's going to be a wrap-up show for us. So we're going to talk about all the highlights, the milestones that Blacktopia has, uh, you know, accomplished and achieved through uh, 2016. And uh, what better way to have Adrian Charleston on that show? And, uh, and Adrian Charleston is also going to be a, a big part of the show next year, 2017. So definitely stay tuned for Adrian Charleston's uh, involvement in this show as well. And um, also stay tuned for the uh, the old church lady announcements on the final show. I have a big announcement there as well. So tune in. Um, I also want to say go get that uh, Blacktopia keychain. You know, it holds your keys together the same way that uh, Blacktopia holds black people together. You can get the Blacktopia keychain at zaggle.com forward slash product on demand. You can also get that ceramic Christmas ornament, um, you know, you can get that to decorate your Christmas tree, the Blacktopia ceramic Christmas bulb ornament. Um, by the, if you order that by the time, it'll probably be past the 25th, probably, if you order it now. I don't know. I think it will. I don't know how that works. Uh, I don't think it'll be that long. I mean, you guys already have the Christmas trees decorated. I know most people start on Black Friday or a little after Thanksgiving. They put the tree up and get the decorations up, so I know anybody got time for that. But if you still want to get it just as a souvenir, just to hold on to and say, hey, oh, this is a cool Blacktopia thing, you can get it from Zavel.com forward slash product on demand. The same way you can get the calendar. You can get pretty much all the Blacktopia stuff uh, from product on demand, uh, Zavel store. All right, and tomorrow night we have the Women of Words poetry special. Now, a lot of people were inboxing me on Facebook saying, oh, tonight are we doing it? No, 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 no. Not tonight. Tonight, look, I just want to let everybody know, Tuesday night is always Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio. It's not any different. We're not doing Roundtable on Monday. We're not doing Roundtable on a Friday. It's always Tuesday. So it wouldn't. it's not going to change. It's been, there. it's been like that for the past two years. So why would we do it differently because of a poetry special? No. The talk show is always on Tuesday. But the poetry special will be tomorrow. Um, and that's not even newbies asking me that, too. It's like people have been in the group for a while. <laughs> it's all good. We all love you. Uh, the poetry special is on Wednesday because we have Wednesday night poetry in Blacktopia. And the poets that we have on that show will be Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady. Yes, yes. Uh, who else do we have? We have Tina Wright. Who was our guest next week? She'll also be one of the poets on that night. Alicia Melton, aka Sun, Sun, Alicia Melton, aka Sunshine Black Rose. She'll be another poet opening up. 
And then we have our headlining poets, Tammy Thomas and Adrian Charleston, you know, TNA. They will be the headlining poets on the Women of Warriors Poetry Special. And uh, Terry Remsen, gospel singer Terry Remsen, will open up the show with some, uh, with a few inspirational words. So definitely check out the Women of Words Poetry Special on this network. It's on the same network, but it's not the same show. You know, because you know this is a network. Blacktopia is a show on podcasts on the Man Network. And the Poetry Special is another show. She has two separate shows, okay? So don't ask me if it's, if it's on a Tuesday. No. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is on a Tuesday, okay? Poetry Night, Poetry Special, Wednesday night. Okay, different show, totally different show. I know it seems the same because I'm producing it and I'm some guy named Jay. I'm hosting it, so I know it's like, oh, it's, it's the same thing. It's just, it. <laughs> no, it's different, different show. Okay, let me shut up about that. One more announcement, and then I'm going to pass the mic over to Miss Marie Jones. Who, you know, I know y'all want to hear her. I know you okay, let me hear her voice. <laughs> let me get you off, some guy named Jay. Enough of you plugging. But um, I have to plug this. If you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, or if you're in any of the surrounding areas, uh, this weekend, uh, on the 11th, come out. No, not the 11th. Today's the 13th. The 18th. The 11th annual. See, I can't read. It's either catch more kids, either teach me how to read. They need to, you know, get the coloring books out for me so I can. All right, (laughs) come out to the 11th annual Catch More Kids. Living Through Giving Toy Drive at 1601 Ashley Road in Charlotte, North Carolina, 28208. You want to GPS it and find it. On December 18th, Saturday, uh, this event is from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. and is hosted by DJ Switch the Game and brought to you by the Catch More Kids Foundation, of course. Uh, you know, bring in some toys uh, or you know, make a money donation, whatever is going towards less fortunate children at Christmas time. So definitely come on through, and Blacktopia will be there to cover the event. Of course, like last year's event, I'm going to put the uh, the old last year Catch More Kids um, charity event videos back up there so the newbies can check that out too. But if you're in Charlotte or any of the surrounding cities you're going to be around, uh, definitely come out. Um, you know, and then bring the family, bring the kids. You got fun games, activities, uh, you know, and also gifts and, and things that the kids can get. So bring them on out. Fun for the whole family. All right. Now I know you're tired of me talking. I understand. I'm going ahead and give it to Miss Marie Jones. Miss Marie Jones, you there? Good morning. Good morning. See, do I don't have a good morning drop? <laughs> You got the baby one. I should have got a good morning from you. Baby? All right. <laughs> Finally. That'll work. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, um, yeah, good morning. Good morning. What, what do you got for us tonight? Good morning at night. So, uh, I've been on a hiatus, a Facebook, a social media hiatus, actually. Um, so while on my hiatus, I've been able to catch up on some reading, right? So mm-hmm. one of the books that I'm reading is titled Half and Half. It's a collection of essays written by people who grew up biracial or biculturally. Some of you may know or may not know 
uh, myself and the product of one plus one equals two. I'm half black and half Asian Hawaiian. And while reading the book, uh, one of the essays stood out to me the absolute most. The essay is written by um, a young lady named Donzi Senna, who herself is labeled, self-labeled, uh, a mulatto. In her essay, she does two things. One, she perfectly described a piece of my childhood. And two, she attempts to categorize biracial babies, depending on their ethnicities and their whereabouts. I'm going to give you three examples. And in her essay, uh, she makes variations on a theme of a mulatto. So the first one, the first theme of a mulatto, and for those who don't know what that is, that's someone that's half black and half something else. So her first, her first variation is a standard mulatto. You know, white mother, black father, half nappy hair, skin that's kind of pasty yellow in the winter but turns caramel tan in the summer. That's kind of me. Um, often raised in isolation from others. Doesn't really have anybody to say, hey, they look like me. That's around them. That's the standard mulatto, right? The next one um, is a favorite of mine. She calls it the negrado mulatto. It could be a person of uh, many mixtures, um, blue blood mulatto, uh, white mother, black father. Normally the white mother um, has, quote, unquote, assimilated into black culture and then got a little hood. Um, they're raised, the white person, is raised uh, to understand the trouble with whitey, and they tend to be removed from the white side of their family because they've accepted the black. And then, of course, her third one is the fake lotto. That's a person impersonating a movie lotto. It's usually white, sometimes can be black, or any other heritage. But for some reason, they just claim to be mixed, but they're really not mixed. That was just a few. Anyway, she went on to say that her parents' decision to raise her and her siblings as black wasn't based on the one drop from the days of slavery, and it definitely uh, wasn't because of what they appeared to look like. They were raised to be black, were labeled as black, because black is beautiful, and black isn't a burden, it's a privilege. The most striking comment that she made in her essay was directly out of my childhood memories. She wrote, I surrounded myself with bodies darker than myself, hoping the color might rub off on me. Now, even at a young age, I'm talking four, five, six, my mind hadn't been developed at all um, to where it is now. I used to hate the question, and I kind of still do. You know, what are you? You know, what are you mixed with? Even in today's society and with diversity and all, race is such you either too much of one thing or not enough of another. In a complex world where we, as a whole, try to classify, quote unquote, or box everyone, where we label one another in a world where we are born to discover oneself, some of us are born to an automatic complication of dual identity, a battle of intertwining division and oneness. The book overall, Half and Half, is a great read. It attempts to give people a better understanding on what it's like to be bi, as in 
biracial. That's my good morning, isn't it? Oh, yes. Good morning. I uh, was not, didn't have my hand ready for the applause. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I've not been ready all this year. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, now, Tanisha J. Blanton. Um, what? Oh, yeah, to unmute you. Get your mic back over. <laughs> Tanisha J. Well, now, what do you have to yeah. say about a. I, 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 would you, you have anything you, you like to say about uh, Miss Marie Jones's uh, Good Morning at Night segment? First of all, I, I have not read the book Half and Half. However, um, while I was in college, um, for the listeners that don't know, my ex-husband is white, so my six children are biracial. Um, and uh, so, for her to pick that topic, I think is awesome. Um, I, when I was in college, I, my sociology professor specifically um, made me do an essay on when I was white. Um, and it's about a biracial girl who was moved up north, um, and she was portrayed as being white, um, even though she had African-American heritage. Um, and I can honestly tell you, um, I remember when my first child was born, I, like I said, I was raised by my grandparents. And my grandma is, um, was part Cherokee Indian and African-American, um, but she always identified as being black. And so when my biracial child came along, she was very animate that my daughter was black. And my daughter is a lot like her mother, was very animate that she was not, that she wasn't, quote, unquote, black. She was Swiss mocha because that's what color she looked, what she told her grandma. Um, she said, I'm Swiss Mocha. My grandma looked at me and was like, does this child not know? I was like, hey, that's between you two. Um, so, I, you know, for me, I, my children are raised, I can't say that they're raised black or they're raised white. Um, my children are raised in a very loving, culturally, culturally diverse environment. They are raised with a black mother and they have a white father. And my, my ex-husband probably takes on more black traditions than, um, than not, um, probably because I'm a little bit more strong-willed than he is. Um, however, I have one daughter who 90% of her friends are Caucasian. And I have my 15-year-old who over 90% of her friends are biracial. Um, which is here in the community that we live in, they're, the biracial children are almost the majority um, instead of a minority um, in this community here. Now, when we were in Missouri, she was in the minority, and 90% of her friends were African-American. So my kids identify um, differently. Now, my triplets, I, you know, they had a big segment about the Swedish twins. One was white, one was black. Well, I got the I got the best of it all. I've got one that's dark complected. I've got one that is as white as his dad, and my daughter is a great mixture of the both. <laughs> so I have one dark, one white, and one mixed in between. So, um, but for me, I really want my children to know their heritage. So we spend a lot of time talking about things like what how I grew up, and you know, my kids know what a switch is. You know, what black kid doesn't know what a switch is? You know, um, right? Or, you know how we, you know how we. I grew up on a farm. You know, and our family traditions of how we, you know, you know, we ate and killed everything. We grew it ourselves. We didn't go to a grocery store when we were kids. 
Um, so I really, you know, I, I embrace the idea that my children know both, but I do, I get where you're saying when you say you get tired of that question, because I get that a lot because I have a daughter that's platinum blonde. Like she has platinum blonde hair and light brown eyes. And most people, if my children are out in public, don't realize that their mom's black. They'll, they just assume, they'll, if they're with their dad, they're just really assuming that their mom's white until I show up. And they're like, oh, that's your mom? Um, so, you know, my kids have experienced that. And, you know, that's why I, I spend a lot of time talking to my children and empowering them to be happy with who they are and who God has designed them to be. Um, and so it's not that they're not black. It's not that they're not white, but they are a wonderful mixture of both of them. Um, and, and I don't care how society describes it as one drop of blood, you're black. My children are biracial. They are multicultural children that have the best of both worlds is the way I see it. Hold on, right? <laughs> A great follow. Oh yeah, I should have been put something in that uh, gap. But yeah, yeah, that, that's something, you know. Um, Barbara, anything you want to say about that? I personally not one for trying to rate class because again you know it goes back to what we said when me you and miss marie be talking about it about the black lives matter because i tell y'all quickly all lives because what do you tell those children who are mixed as the body's kids are those here in my house and a few others elsewhere um myself with indian and black what i mean you know my grandmother and were ashamed um to say that they were straight indian and so for me we were just told to say black. And before she passed, I, I got on her about that because I said, you know, what made you do that? That we don't know our heritage. I had to find out what I was, Iroquois, on my own um, because she said the black folk wouldn't accept it. So, you you know, you got your own people. It's not just outsiders. Your own people don't accept the fact you got good hair, like Miss Marie, like the body, good hair, good skin, pretty eyes. Folk don't like those things in you, and they get mad because they have to fake them and buy them. Um, it's a big issue. I don't care what nobody say. This is why I always post things about saying you're beautiful. Like I just put a post up there saying I brag on myself, that, you know, I'm conceited within my own self. You have to love who you are in this day and age because if you don't, it will eat you away inside and make you feel some kind of way that you shouldn't. It'll take away your positivity, and the young ladies of this generation need to not feel that way. You see so many of them killing themselves or trying to change their skin color to fit in, as Miss Marie said. Um, we need to, as black women who are mixed, we need to embrace that as the body do with her children. We need to embrace that. Let these young ladies know don't feel different because you look that way. You're still beautiful. It's just that you have something that I don't, and it's not your fault, your parents mixed you know, together to create that beauty, which is you. Um, we need to start um, getting on that and, and letting the young ladies know that it's okay, you know, to be who they are. And we're not, a lot of us women who are in that mixed scenario, we're not doing enough of that. We need to PR our babies, not not just the black folk in general, but our baby girls as well. We need to start PRing them. That's my thought on it. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Definitely. Uh, we ain't get the hand claps for nothing. What happened to the hand claps, Jake? Mm, mm, mm. Girl, I will whistle, but the phone ain't getting away. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Well, caller, if you're listening in on your phone, just press 1. We'll definitely talk to you. Uh, if you're listening in on the link, give us a call at 516-387-1219 and press 1, and we'll definitely talk to you. All right? So uh, you know, we're not here to listen to ourselves talk. Uh, we know a lot of y'all are listening. Um, press 1 and join on in. And stop being nervous. We ain't gonna, if you just call in and say hi, we ain't mad at you. Trust me. It's like you're talking on the phone to your girlfriend. That's how it is. Only thing is, this is just going to be recorded for the rest of your life. <laughs> and speaking of that was so encouraging. What you want me to say? Well, I mean, it will, but in a nice way. Listen, your your grandchildren, you could be sitting there, you know, dr- you know, smoking some snuff, and just, you know, the, the grandchildren know you need. You could just go, girl, little girl, I was on this radio station back in the 2000s. You know, they can just play the, for the, for the babies. So, I mean, you know, something you could carry on the legacy. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, when you're trying to roll up your knee socks and stuff, look, this is just, it's going to happen us one way or another. Yeah, girl, what the hell are you talking about? What's wrong with them? Tanisha, tell this woman, because she up, you know, she up there in Detroit. Tell her about them knee socks, girl. Tell her about the knee socks. That's right, girl. Child. We wear the whole long john. Damn the knee side. We need we need the See, long john. You tell them you don't know about the knee socks where you take that rubber band, that girl, and roll them over so they don't come down. Now, see, stop playing. Now you're trying to be funny. I know you know about them knee socks. Baby, but I wear Because that was a stationery in Nana House, honey. She had them in many colors. That was a stationery and had plenty of color rubber bands, damn it. I'm telling you, the rubber bands. That's baby. why my stuff always got to match. She had the rubber band that matched the knee hat. You understand me? That she had that knee hat circulation. <laughs> Yeah, girl. girl. Don't play. Don't play. Because you know that knee high doubled as a, as a uh, cap for your hair, too. Don't play. Mm-hmm. Just you didn't know these. That is what you on your head. Don't she play. Ain't waste no stockings. Who told when you get. Listen to me, ladies. For y'all that get them expensive stockings and waste them, I'm going to beat your ass. Grandma took the top part where your butt go and tied that shit off and put it up on your head like a cap. You understand? You ain't waste no stockings. Your hair be silky. With I mean, you may have a ring around your forehead. You may have a ring that's around your forehead right. in there, so be careful. That's all right. But your hair be straight. Your hair be straight. I know that. Your hair be right in place. Folk ass, why you got a ring around your forehead? Just say you don't, you don't know. You slept wrong. The pink foam roller. Wrap it all around. Y'all know what to do. I wanted to ask you, you know, I want to ask you this. Uh, have you ever, um, as far as modeling, you ever been like a spokesmodel for uh, for anything or any product or any, during your uh, modeling career or anything? Um, I did a, I was the um, cover for a Honda um, dealership. 
And um, so I literally was laying on a red Honda bike, and that was the picture that they used to promote it. But that's about it. Most of mine is just print work. Um, there's been times that I'll do shoots for a clothing line, um, young, up-and-coming um, you know, designers, um, and they want somebody to model it for them, so I'll model clothing lines. Um, and then um, the other of it's just print work, just, you know, you go in, get pictures taken, you submit them, they like what they see, you have a photographer come in, use it for their portfolio, that type of thing. Okay. Now, now, would you consider, uh, if, if the opportunities came up, would you consider being a, a, a spokesmodel in the future or, or possibly even a brand ambassador for uh, um, some of these companies? Yeah, I would. Um, you know, and the biggest thing is, is is the contract right. You know, that that's my biggest thing. Um I'm very picky about what I'll endorse and what I'll I'll do. I don't care, you know, not that I don't care about the money, but if it's not something that is a my thing is that I have to lead by example. So if it's not a direct reflection of what I'm going to be okay with my children being able to do, then I'm not going to endorse it. I'm just going to tell you that now. Um and so I'm very selective. Um and so I have to really, I have to really see it. Um, I'm just not going to say, oh yeah, I'll put my name on something if I don't, you know, feel like it's legit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, now I do want to ask you, um, you know, since modeling is something that you do on on the side, um, if, uh, if if there was a, if there was a product or any kind of uh, uh, brand that you would definitely get behind, that you say, oh my God, I love this. Uh, but, you know, maybe they wanted to do some kind of a cross-promotion with you or some kind of a – I don't know if cross-promotion is the right word, but but you know what I'm saying. Like, maybe do a pro bono just to kind of uh, even just get your – you know, just to, something, just as a, like a bullet point on the resume, but it was a, but it was a product that you actually loved. Would you do it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, you know, like I said, and I'm <laughs> – and to me, modeling, yes, definitely it supplements my income, but it's not about the money. Um, it's a passion for me. I love it. I mean, I love, you know, yeah, it pays part of my bills. I'm not going to lie. But if it was something that I truly believed in and something that I was, you know, or even if, even if it's just helping somebody else out, you know, we've got to be able to pull back in our community and pull somebody else up with us, you know. And, you know, if I'm not hurting, you know, and I can help somebody else out, then I'm, I'm all for it. I, I truly am. Okay, okay. Uh and you said you uh you, you, you don't have a, a like page for your for your modeling. You don't have you have one, right? A fan page. I, I no, hang hang on one second, Jake. Can you turn that for him, please? Sorry, my four year old T V channel changed. Um I don't have my own modeling page. I don't. I my kids have been on me, my oldest one's been on me about to set it up and I just haven't done it. I'm just gonna be real. Um and um, that is something I do need to do um, to kind of separate the, the business aspect of my modeling life from my personal aspect um, of my life, although it's a very valid part of my life. Um, you know, I probably have over 1,800 people on my Facebook, and a lot of them um, are like family to me. And I know that people are like, really, you have 1,800 friends? I'm like, yeah, but a lot of them are my friends and my family um, and that legitimately care about me, that will, you know, that are there as a support to me. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, the reason I ask you all those questions, because it all leads up to what I, you know, this, uh, I, I want to talk to you about an opportunity Um we can talk about it off off after the show or tomorrow or this week or something like that off the record. 
um, that I want to present to you and, and see if you, you might be interested in it. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Jay, can yeah, I definitely. get it right quick? I just, one of my friends on my page just in the inbox because they scared to call in. I don't know why, the way they like to talk. Uh, um, They want to know for photographers because, you know, people, you, you're real skeptical of folk nowadays. Tell them, body, how easy or how hard it would be to pick the right photographer you can trust that's not going to hurt you. I mean, you know, a lot of them are saying, I mean, I have a lot of ladies that want to get into the industry as well, but they're afraid of, um, you know, being raped or hurt. Because, you know, so many people fake saying they're photographers and are not. How do you go about finding the right one or backgrounding them? Or what do they need to do in order to be confident and feel safe with this individual? First of all, you got to do your research. Don't ever just take somebody's Mm -hmm. word for it that they're a photographer. I, I will ask people... I'm on several different groups on Facebook that are, you know, locally based because I didn't know anybody here in Iowa when I moved. So, you know, and I'll say, what's your website? Let me see some of your work, Um, you know, and I will look at it. And my thing is like, are the pictures blurry? Are they edited? You know what, you know, because I have an eye for it. I know what I'm looking Mm -hmm. for. And if you can, if you can bring out the best of me, like my photographer, he knows how to make me get the look that I need. And he just Mm -hmm. says certain things and I get it. But I worked with him. But my thing is, mm-hmm. you don't ever go. I always do the buddy system. Somebody always knows where I'm at at all times. Okay. Um, when I'm working, when I'm working with my photographer, I know him personally. I know his wife. You know, his wife helps with my wardrobe, those type of things. But I took my daughter with me as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was by myself. Um, and sometimes it's just that comfort of having a familiar face there that, you know, knows that you're starving and you've been 12 hours, you haven't had anything to eat and I'm hangry. So the only thing you need right. to do is give me the right color lipstick so I can get dressed and do this shot, you know, because I, I can get an attitude when I'm hungry. I ain't even going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is that they need to really, really do your research and really talk. They need to have a conversation with this photographer, lay mm-hmm. out the ground rules. If you're not interested in doing something nude, tell them, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be, a, I'm not trying to be risky out here. I want something with a look like this. Know what you want before you go. Um, a lot okay. of times, if you're going to do um, shoots for trade, they'll tell you to bring your own outfit. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a, I'm the thrift shopping queen. Okay, I will go and create a million dollar outfit from a thrift store. And you would thought I paid seventy, eighty dollars for this outfit and I paid five bucks. I ain't even gonna lie. That's mm-hmm. how I roll. Because then a lot of the stuff if it didn't fit, if I need to cut it, if I need to tape it in the back, whatever, and I'm good. I didn't spend more than two bucks on it. Mm-hmm. Or you can also do the whole tuck the tag kind of thing. Um, but you want your looks to be professional. Anytime you're building a portfolio, you always need a body shot, a full body shot of you. You mm. always need a headshot of you. And then you also need something that shows your personality. Um, and, you know, so if you have a really magnificent smile, you want a picture that's going to show that smile. If you mm. have that stunning, piercing eyes, that, you know, can look right through you, the resting bitch face, as most people call them, give them mm-hmm. that. And then you need to practice those shots. You know, my kids crack up laughing because I'll be in the mirror, you know, posing. It's legit. You need to practice those things. Um, but when you're really looking for that photographer, do your research. And don't, and my thing is, is like, I have the ground rules set before I go. 
you are taking, if you're taking pictures of me and I'm getting those pictures, I want a copy of those pictures right then and there. You're not taking them home to try to edit them, whatever. Mm-hmm. I want a copy of that, that SD drive right then and there. Okay, well, I don't know why he's doing this instead of calling you again. He go, he go another one. She has three questions. One, do you carry the portfolio around with you at all times? Um, do you have with well, the shots you just called out all times? What are the prices normally for a photographer? And um, what is the weight class that they're looking for, if you got all three of them? Okay, well, the weight class is going to be – general subjective and a lot of times they will say they want certain hair they want certain weight whatever like I don't normally wear a weave I really don't but most of my pictures you see I have weave in my hair because they wanted a certain look that's Mm -hmm. why um and um there's a matter of trying to I don't carry my portfolio with me at all times but if I'm out looking and I'm like actively going into different shops and stuff wanting to try to get into something new then I will take my portfolio with me um sorry my phone is going off um will you stop texting me I'm gonna put on dessert um it's a matter of building that portfolio. So if I'm going, like if I went into, like I walked into that bridal shop, I took my portfolio with me, but I update my portfolio probably every six months. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, because your body changes. Now mine doesn't change a whole lot because I maintain a certain size, give or take. Now Thanksgiving and Christmas might do me in, but you know, I maintain a certain size, but if you like, say for instance, you have short hair now and you decide that you want to look with long hair, then you need to be able to show that versatility. You know, us as African-American women can toss on a wig and make a whole new look. And Mm -hmm. so you need to be able to present that in your portfolio. And now what they're looking for, that's going to be specific for that vendor. You know, I, there's ladies that are on our, um, are on our calendar. That's a BBW, you know, um, you, you can have, you know, it depends on what they're looking for. And so you need to market yourself in those lines. If you are very tall, slender, the average model look type, the average person are going to look at you. Okay. Well, we can do, can she do runway? Can she do that? You have to be versatile. You know, if you are, um, you know, a plus size model, there's lots of, you know, places that will hire plus size model. You now have like, um, you know, Rue 21 um, runs plus size. Now you have Lane Bryant, you have all kinds of stores out here that run the plus sizes. So you have to look at what is best for you and your body type. Okay. Is y'all here? Oh, yeah. You couldn't call in. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. the messenger. I'm not saying with all those questions, she could have called in. I know, y'all right? Know. I mean, I'm like, keep acting like y'all gonna laugh at them. Nobody keep acting like y'all gonna laugh at them or something. I mean, really. Now, look, if they're friends with me, doesn't matter what y'all say. Now, you know me and my friend. I'm going, you know, I'm just gonna say what I say to you and don't care. Then, come on. Now, how bad is it gonna be with y'all? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, but but they're, they're part of the family. Stop. Like you're laughing at that. <laughs> uh, well, how's the chat room doing? Any questions in the chat room? We get, um, we pretty much got all those. We got all those. They were asking the stuff. Leah was, Angelica, you know, the goddess was asking questions. But we, she already answered all everything they were asking in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, shoot. Tanisha's in the chat room. So she's actually Yeah, yeah. So she gets... Yeah, she got all yeah. them. 
they talking about the knee socks right now. Don't nobody want to put the knee stockings on. I'm not playing with them, wasting stockings. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Definitely shout out to the chat room. Um, yeah, now, you know, I also want to say about the uh, the models, too, uh, that we had for the calendar. Um, you know, we, uh, 2018, um, anybody listening, the opportunity is, is there. Hit us up. Um, hit up Tanisha. Hit up myself. Uh, Tasha Incognita, who's who's in Blacktopia, she she reached out to me and wants to be a part of the 2018 calendar. Um, anybody else? Look, we, we don't discriminate. All looks, uh, all looks matter. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, yeah. You know, we're not discriminating. However, you just gotta you gotta come with it. Have your stuff together. Don't. Don't uh, we're not going to hold your hands through it. Um, you know, uh, we we gave the deadlines, um, and, and it's not to take anything away from the women who, um, you know, the women who didn't make the deadlines. That they're, they're, they're great women, but like I said, we weren't playing. <laughs> you know, we 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 mm-hmm. had. And and, and, and Jake, let, let, let me just add this. You know, for the 2018 calendar, ladies, we're grown and sexy, okay? Um, we're not grown in hood, but we're grown and sexy. And my thing is, is that we're adults. And, you know, we, 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 me, not Jay, not anybody else that's involved with the calendar can hold your hand through it. Um, as I, you know, obviously we just spent an hour and a half talking about my life. I'm pretty busy. I stay busy. Um, and I'm running behind six children on top of that. So, you know, you have to know what it is that you want and make it happen. Um, You submit the pictures, we'll get it back to you. Um, You know, you know, and we are not, we're not going to, we're not going to discriminate against you. We just want what we want it. We want to bring it. We want it to be 10 times better, hotter Mm -hmm. than this year, you know, and we, and that's, that's my thing. We want it to be hot. We want it to sell. We want people to understand that, you know, this is representing our black models. Get what I'm saying? Um, be proud of who you are. If you got it, own it and 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 show it. That's the way I see it. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, not too many women that have six kids at 44 years old can do that. And I'm proud of mm-hmm. who I am and what God has created me to be. So I'm going to do what I need to do. And so that's my thing is like, ladies, if this is something that you aspire to do, you want to be a part of it, please contact Jay or I um, so we can get started because like we're going to actually start, you know, Jay and I are, need to start brainstorming about the themes um, for this upcoming calendar for 18, you know, because we're going to, you know, to give it some, give it a little life. So please, by all means, let us know, hit us up. But well, damn it, yes. I have a credits page. It's a little teeny picture of country on there somewhere. I asked y'all well, this year. Well, just a little insert. Look, I ain't gonna be a page. Me and Miss Marie can get in there. Let me just get me and Miss Marie in a little snippy in the back of the book on the bottom corner. That's the back where emblem goes. Okay, here's, here's what I got to say to Miss Marie and to Miss Miss Country over here. You better bring it. You get me some pictures, girls, and we put it in the calendar. Bring it. We, 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 we trying to get a we were trying to get a snippet at the bottom at the back page. Bring your drink. You can put us together. We gonna do a separate. We gonna do a separate body. You can put us together. Yeah, put us together. Please. We 
longer a farmer, Miss Marie. Uh, right. Although you're not in the calendar, of course, I, we do have you guys credited on the back of the ca- uh, on the back of the calendar with uh, with mentioned with the photographers and the uh, mm-hmm. and the makeup people. We get a special thanks, and we thank the two of you. Uh, so, um, go on ahead. <laughs> so, uh, All right, I'm going to be a little piece of Miss B. Girl, look, I already said, because we don't look that bad. Just throw us at the bottom. We are not mad. Look, we'll take a chrome. Just give us a chrome. We ain't trying to ask to look special like body and the rest of them. Or the chrome. Just get us from the face up. Yeah, you know, I ain't trying to take nobody. Yeah, no, body. Body. Yeah, no we, 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 we ain't. We ain't. We ain't. Just go and get us from the face up. Yeah. Now, we can do the face up. Yeah, I mean, I can do a headshot. Yeah. Wow. Over the shoulder. You can do you a decent headshot. Wow. Or you can make a body and put it on us. I mean, you know, you can fake the funk. We and me and her can just stand together behind a tree or something. I mean, you know, a bush, a rose bush. What's that? The head to the shoulder shot? What? Boom. Okay, well, get a photographer. Get, get, get it going. Oh, behind a rock. Yeah, okay, well, I'll stand behind a rock. I don't know about Miss Marie. You can throw a rose bush in there. And just We're our faces above it. I'm holding the one single rose. <laughs> I'm holding the one single rose in my teeth. That's the <laughs> You can't hold her rose in your teeth. She said nothing ghetto, Miss Marie. She said nothing oh, ghetto. Oh, my bad. Yeah, the face shot, you can't have nothing in your teeth. That only they can do that because they're professional. We can't do that with nothing oh, in our teeth. Okay. Just, okay, just, okay. just stand behind the rose bush or behind the rock. Okay, I'm going to sit on the bench. I'm going to sit on the bench. Oh, because the bench got to show your body, Miss Marie. We trying not right. to show our body. Now, wait a minute, girl. Just from the way oh, we can hold a sign. We can hold a sign. We can hold a sign and say Black Mobile Round Table Talk Radio. Daddy is. We can hold a sign in front of our bodies and just show our faces. Girl, what y'all think? I'm trying table. to look good in my bikini when I go down to the can beach. Can we do that? We know we ain't going to have no bikini. Can, can we do that, Bonnie? Can we just hold a sign up that say Black Mobile um, Round Table Talk Radio in front of us and just show our faces? With our hands sure. away. Anybody wearing okay. no damn bikini now? Wait a minute now. Ain't no, ain't no damn bikini. <laughs> I'm at the Photoshop. I've been to Photoshop her body on with her own body, so Marty, I can't Photoshop her. Beyonce's body. Do you hear me? I would have on Beyonce's entire body. You hear I don't, me? I don't want Beyonce. That's too much. That's, that's not, that's not right for me. That's not right for me. Maybe the other girl you show us to look at. How about her body? We both can't have it. You can borrow it. Which one? You can borrow that. The girl that you showed last week. We can borrow it. You can borrow that girl body. And I just stand behind the rock. That's all. Tiana, 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 girl, whatever her name was. I can't borrow that yeah. body. You will see. I, 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 I can't do it either. Uh-uh. I can't do it cookies to match with that one. That's too much. Well, do for real though, do it take, what is it, 10 pounds more when you on camera? Is that true? Huh? Um, I don't know. Ten pounds I, more I on camera. So. I don't know about ten pounds, but it, you know, camera it, does add some angle to you. Me, what's huh? the angle that'll make me look slimmer? What's the angle? Really? I got you. I got you. That's called Photoshop. Photoshop. <laughs> oh, okay. All right then. Cause see. <laughs> I like that angle. I like that angle. <laughs> I can't with y'all tonight. <laughs> I, mean, I can do a little airbrushing. I can do a little airbrushing. <laughs> Is that cheating? I can do a 
<laughs> no, because the airbrush don't work, girl. Somebody been a blue a wind and then they go to paint. And how you gonna explain that? You cannot explain that milly vanilla moment. So no, no paint, no paint. <laughs> No what are you saying, Jay? We could have got a little, we could be just a little emblem at the bottom, you know. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with that if y'all don't mind. Just, you know. We do got some names on there, though. So, uh, it's in the back. Mm-hmm. All right. See. Well, Miss B, we going to have to submit some pictures. We're going to have to submit some pictures. Well, you ain't, we're going to have to Photoshop them together because, you know, I'm not coming up there where you live at. Don't no bus travel right now. It's Christmas picture, time. My whole picture going to be Photoshopped. Shit, she said that oh, was okay. the angle. Oh. I need to find me somebody who do Photoshop real good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't want it to look wrong because right, I'm trying it. to keep it professional film. Yep, I'm trying to keep it professional. Hmm? We got it. I got it. We're going to be I professional. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. All right. Uh, well, we'll 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 see how that goes. What well, um, but yeah. See, but no, he said that good. like that. There you go. We ain't getting up there. We ain't getting up there, Mister yeah. Reeve. He talking he us like one of those promoters. Look, one of those promoters. Yeah, yeah. He gonna talk to the body right. later and tell her hell no. It was like right. one of them promoters <laughs> selling us a bunch of men. Don't don't call <laughs> us. Don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> yeah. He lying to don't, us. Don't call us. <laughs> We honorable mention. Look, look, look. We're going to be honorable mention again. Way at the bottom. In honor of. In honor of. The fallen, the fallen model. In honor of. Uh, look, we make the first cut, the second cut. We didn't even make the top 50. You know, you know how they try to be nice for you. You know how you make the top 50. With that, you know, knowing Jay, he been to say something crazy to try to make it look nice. We ain't even made the top damn 50. They done went past both me and you to I don't know who. And he going to come to us and say all oh, nicely. He tried his best to get it in there, but editing went past quickly. I just think the editing was done before he could get us in there. I'm just saying. He said we could use Photoshop. <laughs> but you know him. He'll he'll try to wingle it to make us feel good about ourselves, and just you know not put the picture in all together. That's all right. This photo got lost. It'll be the little picture of the blank person. This photo got lost. But I named underneath. But that's all right. You know. We that's take all that, right. You know. We still right. beautiful. You know, we, we don't look as good as the body, but we're still beautiful. Everybody. Well, I have to beautiful. give it to her. That that clean eating. If you could give some advice on that clean eating. Regimen. I can't do Uh, it. Portioning, they say, is a big issue for you. I mean, that's got to be how you do it, even for you to be able to eat that lasagna. It's it's proportion control, ain't it? I ain't even going to lie. I ate lasagna for three meals that day. (laughs) Wow. I went went 15 weeks without no no, no lasagna. Yeah, I did. Um, For me, really, it is. I do eat clean. Um, I don't cook with a whole lot of beef or pork. Um, mm-hmm. I try to get in at least one salad a day, um, mm-hmm. but I eat a lot of chicken and fish and um, a lot of turkey. So my kids, like tonight when we had um, spaghetti for dinner, we had mm-hmm. it with turkey burger instead of um, hamburger. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that. my kids don't know the difference, so that's just how I cook. And I eat a lot of chicken and I eat a lot of fish. And then I try to eat, um, we have a green vegetable probably with just about every meal. Um mm-hmm. And then, so it kind of keeps the 
like, you know, I put zucchini in my, my spaghetti. So, But how do you train yourself to get away from the table, though, Tanisha? We've all been taught country by grandma. If you didn't sit your ass there and eat everything out the bowls, everything off the plate, you got beat. I mean, how do you, at our age, train ourselves to just say, one portion here, one portion here, and get your ass up. I mean, it's kind of hard when we've always been taught second. I well, mean, how, that's my main thing. How do you train yourself with that? Well, for me, I I eat on a I, – I have a medium-sized plate. So, you know, that's my portion control. I don't eat – I don't ever go back for seconds. Now, I always cook enough for seconds because I have growing children. I have a four-year-old mm-hmm. who eats like a grown man. Um, and so – I cook enough for them to have seconds, but I never go back. Um, and that's usually why I look at it. I look at it as my way of making sure my kids have all what they need. I get my small portion, and then I feed everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. And then I make sure that they can have what they need so I don't go back for seconds. Um, but I do that part. That is part of the discipline part. I don't. Now, like with the lasagna, I ain't even going to lie. I made this big, huge pan of lasagna. I cut out what I wanted, and I put it in the refrigerator. So after my show, I had lasagna for three, four meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and the next day breakfast. I ain't even going to lie. Um, but that was for me. Um, but so, but on an everyday meal, when I cook, I cook enough that my kids, each one of them could have seconds, if not thirds. And then, um, then we always have, we have a leftover day. So I don't cook on Saturdays or Friday nights. So my kids know to clean the refrigerator out if they want to eat on those, like we do pizza on Fridays on Saturday during the day, they eat out what's left in the refrigerator. And then I cook a huge Sunday dinner. Um, so, um, so then Sunday, you know, then by Wednesday, you know, we have some leftovers or whatever. Um, but for me, it's like you have to train yourself to know when to stop. You know, I stop when I'm full. If there's still stuff left on my plate, so bad. I, somebody else is going to eat it or it goes in the trash. I stop when I'm full. I don't overindulge myself like that. Oh, yes, definitely, definitely. And thank you for the tips, Tanisha. Now, we got a couple mm-hmm. of uh, minutes left. Uh, Barbara, is there anything you want to say right quick? No, I'm hoping that the calendar feel well for all the young ladies out there that need that help. Definitely. Miss Marie Jones, is there anything you want to say right quick? Um, congrats to Bobby on, on the calendar. I hope y'all sell thousands of calendars. So, you know, just like Miss um Miss B said, the healthy young ladies in need, definitely. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kanisha J. Blanton, is there anything you wanna close us out with? No, I just, you know, I really want to, to push the fact that um, the calendar is for a non-for-profit black-owned organization that is helping mentoring young girls. And, you know, if, if all else fails, even if you don't know the models or you don't know anything about them, the, the, the calendar is fire. We've got some really good shots in there. But the, the bottom line is, is we're doing this to help our community. Um, we're doing this to try to help the children that are in need, that need those mentoring, um, um, mentoring issues. So my biggest thing is that if, if, if you are a member of Blacktopia, Please do us the favor um, in helping support the Brianna Banner um, Ladybug Society um, so that these young ladies um, can get um, the help that they need and the financial assistance that they need. Because all of the proceeds, it doesn't kick back to the models, all of the proceeds go to that organization. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Definitely get that calendar. It's at zazzle.com forward slash product on demand. 
Shout out to Miss Aries. Shout out to Tanisha R. White, the other two models in the calendar. You can check it out. Also, give you a little preview of, of the calendar as well. And uh, 2018, we're going to do it again. That's our show. Next week, we got Tina Wright. You've been listening to Black Topia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Barbara the Country Cleaning Lady, Miss Marie Jones, and I'm some guy named Jay with our guest, Tanisha J. Blanton. Check us out at blacktopia.org. And good night. You don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. And uh, Birdman, is there anything you want to say to me? Oh, damn, I wasn't even ready for him either. Birdman. Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. We ain't got no more talking. Good night. All right. Night, y'all. Good night. Good night. Good night. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.